I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. Those who put out good are supposed to get good back. Some mistakenly call this karma. Others believe it is part of the natural law that is governing the universe. And still others believe that it is God's reward for a life well lived. Our belief that what goes around comes around comforts us because it assures us that the universe is a fair and just place. However, Royal Marine veteran Lee Spencer has good reason to question the fairness of the universe. He returned home unscathed after multiple tours of duty in Afghanistan and Iraq. He was also very involved in raising funds for various charities. Then, in 2014, he lost his leg while helping with a traffic accident less than 180 miles from his home in England. Spencer saw hazard lights flashing on the road ahead. A BMW had collided with the railing that runs down the middle of the highway. It was blocking a couple of lanes, and Spencer knew that it presented a danger to other drivers, not to mention anyone who was still trapped inside of the car. After making sure that everyone got out safely, Spencer walked a short distance down the road, waving his cell phone light to signal other drivers and alert them to the wreck. Then there was a loud noise and he was violently thrown to the shoulder of the road. Another car had crashed into the wreck, propelling the BMW's engine more than 200 feet down the highway right into Spencer. The debris severed one of his legs. But thanks to his military training, he was able to instruct a horrified onlooker in how to apply a tourniquet. When he woke up in the hospital, he had lost his right leg. No one would have blamed Lee Spencer if he had doubted God's presence with him or God's good intentions towards him. Many, including his wife, were dumbfounded that he had completed 24 years of military service abroad safely, only to lose his leg in a freak accident back home. It was unfair. It was unjust. If only he hadn't stopped to help. Spencer's good deeds should have been repaid with blessing, not with a traumatic accident and a prosthetic limb. Those who do good are supposed to get good back. But Spencer's accident violated this expectation. Such violations weigh heavily on all who feel that the good they do goes unnoticed and unrewarded by God. I imagine that Abram wrestled with similar grief as he brought his complaint before God. 
You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. You see, sometime earlier, God commanded Abram to pack everything up and move to the land of Canaan. God promised to make him the father of a great nation and to give the land to his descendants. Abram obeyed, even though he knew that his wife Sarai couldn't have children. They took refuge, or they went to Canaan, and they lived as herders and tended their flocks. But as time passed, a severe famine drove Abram out of Canaan with his wife and his flocks. They fled to Egypt, only to discover that the Egyptians coveted Sarai for her beauty. Abram feared that someone would kill him to steal his wife. So he pretended that Sarai was his sister, even going so far as to allow Pharaoh to take Sarai for his own wife. When Pharaoh discovered the truth, he returned Sarai to Abraham and he sent them back to Canaan. It would be naive to assume that Abram was unchanged by these events, that his confidence in God's goodness and faithfulness had not been shaken. For the next time that the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, he gave voice to his despair. O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Abram had done as the Lord commanded, leaving everything that was safe and comfortable and familiar to begin a new life founded on God's promise. He and Sarai should have been repaid with blessing, not with famine and Pharaoh's wandering eye. Those who put out good are supposed to get good back. How was Abram supposed to trust a God who seemed to break promises? God affirmed the promise to give Abram a child. And for some reason, Abram believed God. God counted Abram's trusting nature as righteousness. Yet Abram still needed convincing with regards to the promise about Canaan. God affirmed this promise also, saying, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But Abram needed something more. So God cut a covenant with Abram according to the ancient rites of the Near East. God sent him out to collect a heifer, a goat, a ram, a turtle dove, and a pigeon, which he did. Then Abram cut these in half except for the birds and waited for sundown when he fell in asleep questions fears and anxieties stalk the dark places of the world coming out to prey on our hearts and minds at night the darkness that descended upon abram in that moment could only be described as deep terrifying I imagine Abram's own doubts about God's presence with him and God's intentions towards him revealed themselves in the darkness. To our surprise, 
The self-disclosure of God also manifested itself in that darkness as a fire pot and a flaming torch passing between the sliced halves of the animals. This meant that if God went back on the promise to Abraham, to Abram, if God failed to give Abram's descendants even one acre of the promised land, that God would suffer the fate of these animals. God would be divided in two, suffering death, and left out for the birds under the scorching sun. God's promise to Abram was so sure, it was so secure, that God's life was willingly bound to the fulfillment of that promise. This unexpectedly bold act of God stands as a sign to future generations that God is present with blessing and open hand even in the deep and terrifying darkness of our lives. Nowhere have we seen this more clearly than in the life and the passion of Christ. He came among us that we would have hold of the ultimate good. Yet we repaid his loving kindness with whips and a crown of thorns. He came among us that we would know the blessing of God's favor. And we accused him of having a demon before we nailed him to the cross. Despite our faithlessness, God went on to suffer our death in Christ, giving us full amnesty and freeing us from everything that limits our lives. The blessings of God are secure. Not even the deep and terrifying darkness can separate us from the love and the presence of God in our lives. When God meets us in the darkness, we can be certain that our lives are about to be renewed. A life renewed by an encounter with God looks kind of like Lee Spencer's life after the accident. Spencer still has his days when his questions, his anxieties, and his fears get the better of him. He has also reclaimed his love of helping other people. He now participates in charity fundraisers as a disabled man to show others that their disability does not define them. Most recently, Spencer raised money for the Royal Marines Charity and Endeavor Fund by becoming the first disabled man to row solo from Europe to South America. He completed the journey in three short months, which is a whole month sooner than the former record holder, who had full use of all four limbs. God redeemed Spencer from a tragic situation to bring about blessing and life, not only for Spencer, but for all the beneficiaries of his work. Those who put out good are supposed to get good back. But people like Spencer know that that is not how God or the universe works. Some answers are beyond our reach. And some questions just don't have good answers. What we do know is this. 
Christ is God's promise that all humanity will be redeemed from death and renewed in life. Jesus' faithfulness and mercy is the covenant that God makes with us. Whatever misfortunes we suffer, whatever evil befalls us, we know that God's promises are sure. God would rather suffer death, even death on a cross, than break a single promise that God has made. The God of Abram is our God, too. And just as surely as God was faithful in the covenant to Abram, God will continue to be faithful in the covenant that was established with you and me through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.